This is a podcast from The Samplecast, Volume 3, Episode 66. The Samplecast. Hello, hello, I'm Ruben Cornell. Thank you so much for downloading and joining me for this week's Samplecast. There was no show last week, you might have realised. That's because I was knee-deep in production for a lot of different sample libraries from Sonokinetic, but I'll be coming on to that later. So I hope you haven't missed me too hard, I'm sure you haven't. But uh, there'll be lots to catch up on in this show. There's a developer updates, we've got progress reports, some bargains, some really nice freebies from Plugin Boutique and a couple of others. And also, of course, we're going to have uh, lots of catching up with this week's news. I've been sent a lot of things over the last few weeks, including UVI's Meteor and Output's new library, Analog, Brass and Winds, and been uh, pretty impressed with both. But actually, this week's big review is going to be given over to a library from a smaller developer. It's a really nifty pulse engine called Wave Skimmer, and that's by Modwheel. I love the guys over at Modwheel, crazy New Zealand fellas, so uh, do give them a shout on social media if you see them poking around. Speaking of social media, we're on there in full force. You can get us on Instagram, on Twitter, we're at The Samplecast. You can hunt us down on Facebook, just search for The Samplecast. Or, of course, you can email us directly. We'd love to hear from you. I'm still on the lookout for more female composers to include in the composer demo slot. So if you know of any, or even if you are one, then uh, give me a shout. It's thesamplecast at gmail.com. I'd really appreciate you sending me a little message and I'll see if I can get you on the show. Whilst you're online, it'd be really appreciated if you could go over to iTunes, review and rate us. We're getting a few reviews on there, but it'd be really handy to get more. There's some new iTunes uh, app which I've got, which tells me how many people are listening to the podcast or gives me a certain approximation and uh, we're going up and up and up. So that's great. But yes, please give me a review if you can. And uh, that would be really kind. You can find out more about the Samplecast and get hold of the YouTube version of the show on the Samplecast website. That's thesamplecast.com. On the YouTube show, you can see everything that I'm chatting about in action and my pretty smiling face. I mean, it's pretty smiley. I don't mean it's pretty. That is definitely not the case. So that's enough chat from me, I reckon. Let's get on with the show. Roundup. So I couldn't not start with this story. It's been a really huge week for Sonokinetic this week as they've teamed up with Native Instruments for some awesome collaborations. And there's so much news about this that it's gonna take me a while to get through it. So do bear with me. Firstly, from today, every library from Sonokinetic is 50% off through the Native Instruments site. So you'll be able to head over there and pick those up. That offer lasts for about two weeks. You might find some libraries even have a little bit more of a discount than you're used to because of currency conversions. So that's a bit of a bonus. Secondly, Sonokinetic have updated all of their libraries now so that you can use them in Contact Player with full NKS and complete control functionality. And obviously that's a massive deal for those who want to get hold of their smaller boutique products, but they only have the Contact Player. So rush over there and have a look. Thirdly, there are three new releases from Sonokinetic this week. Oud, The Watchmaker and their big new orchestral release which is called Noir. So as you probably know I do quite a lot of work for Sonokinetic but these last few weeks have been so crazy, so busy and to be honest I've been so tired helping get all these products out the door. I've been testing them, I've been writing the manuals, I've been putting the walkthrough videos together as well. 
So out of the three libraries, the Watchmaker is a collection of clocks and wristwatch sounds. Then you've got Oud, which is a sampled Turkish Oud. You've got multi-samples with that and phrases. But as I say, the big boy is Noir. Now, I know that a lot of people have been waiting for this library for a while. It's a huge collection of solo and section string, brass and woodwind performances based on the film noir style. So you've got their muted trumpets, you've got sweeping strings and fluttering woodwinds, that kind of thing. If you've played with any of Sonokinetic's previous libraries or you've got hold of their Ostinato products over the last couple of Christmases, then you know what to expect. But uh, there's a few surprises in store with Noir and I'd just say that it sounds gorgeous. Obviously, I'm going to be biased because I've been working on the library, but it does sound great. So do check out the videos and the demos. And just to be different this time around, I actually did a drum and bass demo for them. So uh, obviously not traditional film noir styling, but you'll get the idea. I'm not going to run down all of the specs of these new libraries as there's lots of them and it would take the whole show to do that, but do head to the Sonokinetic website or Native Instruments to have a look at their special offers and uh, enjoy! Next up, Analog Brass and Winds from Output. This is a mutated brass and woodwind library. Uh, with those sounds combined with synths and effects, it runs in Contact Player 5.7.1 and above. Thank you so much to Output for sending me a copy of this library to test out. I was going to review it, but I did already review Analog Strings about a year ago, and this is based on exactly the same engine. So I thought I'd just give you my impressions of the sounds. As I say, the uh, engine is the same, so I do rate that. It's a really decent interface and the macro assigning and editing is pretty genius on there, especially because you've got 500 different presets. They give a great idea of what you can do with the source sounds. As for the sounds themselves, well, they're meaty. They're kind of heavily processed, a lot of them. So if that's your bag, then you'll be pleased with this collection. And even if you're not sure about that, they do a 14 day money back guarantee. So uh, you can try it out. There's some more pad-like sounds and some more kind of traditional orchestration as well. But to be honest, I don't think this is going to be my main use of the library. And I'm looking forward to kind of delving deeper and seeing what I can find. So for more information, do head over to the Output website.
George Strezov and his team have followed up their excellent Funder Extreme and Two Pans Extreme libraries with Taiko's Extreme. At this rate, it's going to cost a fortune to get all the percussion I need. This runs in the full version of Contact 5 and it's just over three gigabytes in size. Each drum has 10 round robins and there's not just Tycos here, you've got complementary percussion as well. There's way too many articulations and percussion to list, uh, but there's a full rundown on the Strezov sampling website. One nice thing I did like about the sound of this library is you can do really fast playing without getting drowned out in reverb towels because there's some nice tight sample editing here. There are cross-grades available for previous libraries, for previous owners, so do check out the Strezzle Sampling website, get all the details there. Another big library release this week is UVI's Meteor. This is their stab at a customizable sound design library and it's geared up to create stabs, impacts, swells and rises. It runs in the free UVI player or in Falcon and it's about six and a half gigs in size and you've got 664 presets there. So pretty huge stuff. With Meteor you can make tempo synced effects with a seven layer engine and there's loads of onboard gating and pitch bend. You've got LFOs, panning, synced effects and that sort of thing. They did send this to me for a play and I have to say it was a lot more fun and flexible than I was anticipating. The interface and functions kind of program themselves, they're that easy to change. Everything is very clear, it's very well laid out. The interface as well, it looks uh, pretty gorgeous. The sounds have a good deal of weight and they've been performed especially for this library. So I think it's a pretty good price for the amount on offer. So I'd say that with a bit of hands-on experience, Meteor is definitely recommended. Do check it out at the UVI site.
If you've seen a few episodes of this show, you'll know that I love retro video game sounds, so this new library from Alden Nildon Productions does scratch that itch. It's called 8-Bit Generator and runs in the full version of Contact 5.5.2 and above. It's basically a three oscillator engine with eight waveforms, there's loads of onboard effects for crushing the sounds and various LFOs and also an arpeggiator as well. There are 160 presets to get you started and you can find out more at the Alden Nudin website. Last up, alternative solo strings from Spitfire Audio. I was in a bit of a quandary really about which section of the show to put this new Spitfire library in. Technically, it's an update of their artisan violin and cello libraries from years back, but now they've added a double bass and viola recordings to create a set of alternative solo strings. I was going to say string quartet, but uh, someone on Facebook told me off the other day for saying that because they don't have basses or whatever. They're strings and there's four of them, so as far as I'm concerned, it's a quartet. Anyway, they haven't sent me much info about this library as yet because I'm recording it just before the day of release, but no doubt it'll be on their website by the time you see the video. Go and take a look.
Bargain VST. Away in the So here are this week's bargains and there's not a lot out at the moment but I've picked a few real gems. The first one is Nectar 2 from Isotope. I'm not going to ramble on too much about my love of Isotope products here but suffice to say that uh, out of all of my plugins they probably get the most use. Whenever I'm doing any vocal work, if it's mixing harmonies or voiceovers, anything like that, Nectar 2 is my go-to. It's basically a Swiss army knife for vocal production with some excellent presets for all types of processing. So you can get hold of it now for 66% off for the next couple of weeks. That makes it just £89. By my recollection, that is one of the cheapest prices it's ever been, I think. There's also a 70% offer for a bundle of Nectar 2 and Isotope's Vocal Synth, which to be honest, I haven't tried, but I've heard great things about. Do check the link in the show notes for full details. With all that I can take Oh my little one, he's the pain now. Next up, Drums of the Deep 2 from Audict. Now, Drums of the Deep 2 came out last year and I was lucky enough to get a sneak preview at the time. They asked me to do a little walkthrough video of it and I really love the big, deep, booming tone of the library. It's something a little bit different. It's 27 gigabytes in size, runs in the full version of Contact 4 and you've got multiple mic positions on here and a whole bunch of effects within the engine. Some of the articulations feature eight simultaneous players, so it's a big grand sound. You've got Tycho's Grand Casa, field drums, timpanis, and loads of other percussion as well. The library is now available for 70% off. It's just 59 euros. Do check the link in the show notes for the full details.
And lastly, a quick mention for Jasper Blunk, who's having a sale over at Performance Samples until the end of the month. That brings Oceana Choir down to $149. Uh, just one of the examples of a few of the different products on offer. There's full details from him at the Performance Samples site. This week's freebies, there's a good selection. The first is Splash Sound's free wooden xylophone. They're a small company just starting out and they've only got two products to their name so far. One is a useful indie and pop backing vocal library called Indie Voices. And the other is this free xylophone library for the full version of Contact. There's a link on their website which will take you straight to the Google Drive download. And there's also a little YouTube video there so you can see how it works. It's not very complex, but uh, I definitely say not bad for a freebie. The next thing I want to point out is something a little bit different and I've highlighted it for a couple of important reasons. It's actually a video that Plugin Boutique put out to showcase the hundreds of free plugins on their site. Now normally it's pretty difficult to get decent information about free audio products online in advance of downloading them so it's a bit of uh, suck it and see. But this 15 minute video does a great job of demoing some of their best offerings. So thanks to Plugin Boutique for putting that together. You can find a link for the video in the show notes and I've also put a link there for the full list of freebies. All right, everybody, this is the track I made using only free plugins from Plugin Boutique, including the 10 plugins that I'm going to share with you right now. This is my life. I live it how I like. Like I don't care. You believe me, I don't mind. I don't have the time. The Big Review. Welcome to this week's Big Review and this is the second week in a row that I've given the Big Review slot to a smaller developer as it's one of the more interesting releases of the week. This is Wave Skimmer by Modwheel and it's a pulse machine for the full version of Contact 5.6.6 and above. The sample content is only about 250 megabytes but don't let that fool you, it's the engine here that really shines. So let's have a listen. Thank you. 
So the interface is split into four windows. The first has sequencing options for pitch and volume. These grids are all adjustable and you can add swing as well. You can also choose the two sound sources. You can adjust the envelope. You can add reverb, chorus and delay. And there's also an XY pad which adjusts the transients. A second window is a closer look at the sounds themselves and their waveforms and you can mix two together in the interface. The third window can lock pitches to specific scales and there are some more effects and EQ controls on there. And the fourth is a help window. So first, as usual, the good stuff. This library sounds great and ModWheel have managed to take the relatively small amount of sample content and stretch it out into loads of interesting presets. There are around 150 of those accessible via the snapshots feature. The mod wheel is really the key here to getting the most out of the library and a quick twiddle of that transforms the sounds and adds movement. I did like that the controllers have all been pre-mapped to MIDI CCs, although of course you can change the mapping of these if you want to, that's really handy. The interface is unfussy, it's easy to use, although I have to admit it's not the prettiest thing I've ever seen. As ever, I am very fussy, so there's some improvements that could be made here. Although I did find the interface relatively easy to negotiate, it could have been a bit more intuitive and, as I said before, certainly a bit more easy on the eye. With many other libraries in this vein, I'm used to having all the effects on one page, so occasionally I was hunting around to add a specific effects amongst the uh, three interface pages. I also think that the second page of the interface, the one showing the waveforms, either could have been expanded in functionality or if they weren't going to do that, you probably could have ditched it, to be honest. My suggestions would have been a function where you can maybe change the start and end points of the samples, maybe reverse them, that would have been cool. Also, if you're going to have a whole page for showing samples, you could have gone with some kind of randomization function. Even a simple one to choose samples would have been great. The other thing I'd say is that the small pitch adjustments on that sequencer were hard to get right. Thank God for the lock to pitch feature, which is a neat idea and certainly came in handy. Although I don't know about you, but I think that piano keyboard graphic looks a bit unfinished to me. So in conclusion, I'm always hunting for interesting pulsing textures to help drive my tracks along and there have been a few recent libraries from Umlaut Audio, Output and Impact Soundworks amongst others and they've been very useful for scratching the itch. So this is a pretty full marketplace I'd say, but despite the competition I think that the simplicity of use and the well-chosen sounds that Wave Skimmer gives 
um, makes it have a fighting chance in the marketplace. Mod will definitely have their own fans and they're going to love this and I reckon that the relatively inexpensive price point may win over a few more hearts and minds. So well done Modwheel, it's another winner as far as I'm concerned. Do head over to their site for more details. Developer update. The main update this week is Synthetic Shadows from 8DO. It's a 10 gigabyte collection of 13 hybrid effects categories. You've got hundreds of multi-sampled analog synths and a few synth drum kits as well. I discovered the other day that 8DO have bought a company called The Last Haven. I've featured several of The Last Haven's libraries before. And in the same way that Private Lab's Scream series of orchestral effects was repurposed into an ADO library called Symphonic Shadows, they've done the same with these effects as well and twisted those Last Haven samples and products into their own product. And that is the result. You've got now Synthetic Shadows. In fact, if you purchased from Last Haven at any time previously, you can upgrade to Synthetic Shadows for $29, so that's not too bad. The concept is the same here. The samples have been reorganized and housed in 8DO's hybrid tools interface. This library runs in the full version of Contact 5.6 and above, and there are three video walkthroughs through the library. I noticed some new faces on these walkthroughs, so that's a welcome change, including uh, James Joshua Otto, who's done a great demo track for them, and I really like his presentation. More of that, please. Do check out Synthetic Shadows at the 8DO site.
So this week's progress report is a product that's out pretty soon, but there's been a lot of recent information about it, so I'm going to cover it. After one synthetic scoring collection in this week's update comes another one. This is called Scoring Synths. It's made by Audio Ollie. I've been keeping a close eye on this library for the last couple of months, and Ollie has just dumped a whole bunch of new walkthrough videos on YouTube, so that's getting me pretty excited about this. There are also a bunch of tech demos on SoundCloud and a cool concept video where Ollie sits around surrounded by uh, vintage synths and rambles on about the concept for the library, but uh, I did find that quite interesting. I hope this somehow gives you a better idea of the library. I know it's it's a, a rambly video. Um. The main concept here is that the synths should sit nicely in a real-world space with acoustic instruments as they've been recorded in a hall. I'll be featuring scoring synths when it's finally released, but for the moment do check out the Audio Ollie site. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making it all the way through. I'm sure not everybody does. So a big thank you to you if you have. Don't forget that if you're female or if you know any female composers, do get them in touch with the show. I'd love to have them on in 2018. I've made it my mission, as you know. You can get in touch with the show. All the details are on the website at thesamplecast.com and there you can find the YouTube show as well. So uh, don't forget if you're only listening to the podcast, you're only getting half the information. All of the libraries and the plugins are on the YouTube show in their full graphical glory. And I will see you again next week. Bye-bye now.